0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com/slash credit card. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices well you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome to the jill on money podcast it is friday march 5th jobs report friday always makes me feel happy all right we'll we'll let you know if anything big happens with it i don't expect much this is the show that's trying to help guide you through your financial questions and the way we do that is we encourage you to ask us those questions so if it's again if something's bugging you get it off your chest let us bear that for you and we can hopefully help you make a better decision going forward. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Jill at jillonmoney.com. And if you are on our website, maybe because you were, I don't know, subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, maybe, maybe that's something you want to do. Uh, you can just send us an email by clicking the contact button. Don't forget to tell us if you are willing to join us on the program. Mark does the rest. Okay, let's get on to your question. Scott writes, he says he's been listening to the show during his commute to work every Saturday morning for years. So he's listening to our radio show. We have a sister broadcast that's a radio show, terrestrial. Yep, old school. Okay, Scott's going to be retiring soon in May of this year. He's got 31 years with the Postal Service. He will be retiring at age 56 years and three months. He says, I'm burnt out. He's got 260 grand in his thrift savings plan. I've been in the G fund for my entire career. That's the stable government, val- government uh, fund. I realize now that I should have invested in different funds over the length of my career, but nothing I can do about it today. I need to change the way I invest so it will continue to grow without contributions. I would like to be able to withdraw about $1,500 a month that would go along with my annuity with survivor benefits. Your thoughts on my situation would be appreciated you know, I mean, you can do this, but I feel nervous now because you're asking me this question and I am worried that you've never invested in risk assets. So what I would like to encourage you to do is to really think about what is it that you can endure in terms of risk. And you may need to go, I'm sure they have this on the Thrift Savings Plan website, but what I think you need to do is really Put in your risk characteristics and then determine if you can absorb that kind of risk. You know, in terms of withdrawing $1,500 a month, that's an aggressive withdrawal rate. What I would suggest is you're going to have to run some retirement numbers also. So um, whether there's a retirement calculator there, maybe you want to reach out to uh, one of the, you know, kind of run some numbers on a robo-advisor like Betterment or Wealthfront or go to the sponsor of our radio show, Facet Wealth. I'm not sure you can take that much money out. It seems aggressive to me. Okay. Uh, This is from Sid, uh, whose subject line got my attention. All caps, help! I'm going crazy. Okay. He says, Hi, Jill. I read your book and I listened to the podcast on the way to drop off my daughter at daycare. Check my investments way too much and I need your help because it's driving me crazy. Um, and my wife. I'm sure you're driving her crazy too. I'd like to check them every six months like you suggest. I want to set it and forget it until I retire, which would be, I'm hopeful, 64. Here are the stats. Married with toddler, baby number two on the way. Income, $160,000 combined, um, but it can swing her a little bit because he's in sales. He's 42, wife's 44. Total retirement assets, $745,000. Then he breaks it down into what's in there, and he says, "Let's see. He's got cash. He's got uh, some uh, money in a re- for the emergency fund, but also some stuff about the house. He has a four hundred one k Roth contribution. Got some money in a five twenty nine in for child number one. Term life, half a million on him only. Probably need more, but I'm cheap. Chew on that for a bit. Okay, let me let me stop for you right there." That's where you're cheap. That is insanity. First of all, number one, you probably need at least a million dollars of life insurance. So get your term life insurance, get a 20-year term policy, a million dollars for you, and get your wife term life insurance. Because by the way, I don't know how much the, the split is on your income between the two of you. You both need life insurance. It's So cheap, and it's the easiest thing to buy, and just get it. He says, a uh, company provides 5% towards a 401k, not a match. He gets a straight extra 5%. I'm trying to figure out if we should do 15% without including the 5% of my company. Should we shoot for fi- This guy's going, driving himself crazy. Sid, 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 calm down. Calm, calmeth thyself, as my sister used to say. You've got a lot of money. You've done a great job. So um, what I would do, is I would probably not worry too much about your 529 right now. I would be inclined since you are in the 22% tax bracket, I'd be inclined for you to really start looking at Roth. The 401k Roth that you were doing, do it 100% in the 401k Roth and max it out. $19,500. That's what you're going to do both of you, if you can max out. And don't worry about the 529 right now. I would, if you have extra, fine. And then pick a portfolio that will basically be some stocks, some US stock indexes, an international index, maybe a small cap index, throw a little bond fund, and then Stop driving yourself crazy. I don't know what to say. Mark, it's it's annoying to hear someone say that though. Stop driving yourself crazy. What are the other tools that we can do to help him not drive himself crazy? Okay, I think that's right. So instead of checking every day, why don't you and your wife make it a quarterly thing where you sit down each quarter, you get a nice bottle of wine, you open up your bottle of wine, at the end of the quarter or the first day of the new quarter, so like April 1st, you have a date and you check your accounts with each other and that's it. And you don't worry about it and do it once a quarter and make sure you're on track with your other financial goals and make sure you guys know what's going on. And you know, it sounds like you manage the accounts, but make sure she understands what's going on and go get yourself some life insurance. Did I mention that? Do you have a will? Anyway, good luck. Call us if you need more help. All right. All right. This is uh, Joseph who's been listening for a couple of months. And he says, I love the content. And he says, my wife and I have several things going on this year and wanted your feedback on the best way to approach it. We plan to buy a house in the $400,000 range with 5% down. Mark just made the uh, big sound effect. You ready for the sound effect? 5% down, man. I don't like it. The market is, since the market is hot, we decided to buy a new home first and then sell our old home. Ready for this next one? In a hot market, the move in the down payment will drain most of our emergency fund. It's currently stands at $37,000. Ready for this gang? That's three. This is the dumb thing smart people do with their money right here. This is it. This could have been in my book. Joseph, I wish I could get you on the air. After we sell our old home, we expect the proceeds to be about hundred thousand dollars. With this hundred thousand, we plan to replenish our emergency fund, recast our new home loan to get twenty percent down, sixty guns, da, 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 da. and oh, and he's got car loans. I've got RSUs vesting this year; it will total sixty thousand dollars. Okay, so here's a get. here's the deal. Number one, do not buy a home right now. The first thing you're going to do is when your RSUs vest. And you get those and you've paid your taxes. Make sure you withhold enough taxes. You're going to pay off your car loans and put whatever's left into your emergency reserve fund. That's it. Do not put money in your 529 plan. And then you are going to wait until you have 20% down. That's what you're going to do. If you're in a hot market, here's what you could do. Why don't you sell your home first, get rid of everything that's going on that's like floating around. and then. You could rent for a year and see what happens. Here's a question Who uh, from grandma who wants her grandchildren to have Disney stock. Uh, and the, what's the best way to give it to them before I pass or after? After. Any asset you leave after death is entitled to a step up in cost basis. Meaning that if you buy something for a dollar and it's worth $10 at your death, then it's as if the kids own that stock at $10 a share. If you gift it to them before you die, you're also gifting them your cost basis. Okay, keep that in mind. All right, here we go. This is from Misha who says, I love your podcast. I listen to it every day. And I found out about it when I listened to How to Money, and I was a guest speaker. I loved your story and how straightforward and easy it was to understand you. Thank you for being super honest and for giving us all some tough love to help us with our financial goals. So, Misha's in his mid-20s and been saving in a Roth IRA. However, I made the ignorant mistake where I did not invest what I was putting into the account. I thought the uh, Roth would auto-invest in the market like my 401k at work and I realize my mistake and I have $18,000 in my Roth, an extra $50,000. I want to invest in a personal brokerage account for additional long-term savings. I don't plan to buy a house for another five to 10 years. I've got a 12-month emergency fund already saved up. I max out my 401k and my HSA so I feel good about investing that extra 50 grand. Okay, here's the question. Would it be better for me to just dump this lump sum amount, this $18,000 from the Roth, the $50,000 in the non-retirement investment account? Should I go straight into the market or would it be better if I slowly invested it over time? Okay. I have very little interest in buying individual stocks. I'm planning to invest in exchange traded funds and mutual funds. Here's the allocation I'm thinking about. You ready? 35% 35% in a total market fund, 35% in a uh, S&P 500, 10% in an international fund, 15% in a developed markets fund and I uh, must be developing, and 15% in a real estate fund. Your advice is much appreciated. Misha. Okay, Misha, here's the deal. Lump sum versus dollar cost averaging is essentially a decision about what you're most comfortable with. Mathematically, it usually is better to just do a lump sum, especially if you're young, you're in your 20s, and especially for that Roth money. I mean, just I would just do that 18000 However, if it's going to make you crazy, if you invest today and the market drops by 30% in the next six weeks, um, if that's going to just make you so insane that you can't bear it, then you can do a little bit at a time. My inclination would be, especially for the Roth, get it going, just do it. And for the 50, maybe because, you know, you probably don't need it, but if you were to need it, or maybe that would make you crazier, or maybe you just do, you know, 10 grand a month for five months, you can make that decision. Um, in terms of the investments you have, I mean, it's all pretty risky stuff. I think the S&P 500 and the total market fund are pretty much the same. So I'd pick one or the other, not split it up. I would probably throw in a... Um, A small percentage in a bond fund. I know bonds are very unsexy, but a little stability here, maybe uh, 20%. That would make me feel better. But that's about it. I think that um, the investing all at once versus dollar cost averaging is always about your regret factor. By the way, you made a rookie mistake. Thank goodness you realized it. You're addressing it. Good for you. Okay? Okay. That's it for the show. It's already so fast. It's the weekend already. All right. We've got some cool guests coming up this weekend. So prepare yourselves. And oh, and you know what? I always forget to do this. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio, the guy I talked to that you can't hear. He is our executive producer and he's the best executive producer in the world. We are distributed by the fine folks at Keaton's 13. And I would like to remind you to wash your hands to wear your masks, double mask, ladies and gentlemen, please. Maintain your physical distancing. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Reach out, do something nice for somebody today. It will make that person feel better and it will make you feel better. Thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow.